This is CliffCentral.com. Well, hello, hello, hello there. Of course, you know when you are hearing those lovely, calming Tibetan singing bowls that it's time for Beyond Ears and Eyes here on Cliff Central. I'm Liesl Tom on controls, Palesa Mapuye. Hey, girl. And then, as always, with me in studio, Shemaine Harris. Yay. Hello, everyone. And as always, pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining in. Enjoy the show with us because I know I'm going to enjoy this. We have a beautiful repeat guest, <laughs> um, you know, who has a lot of information. So, and she's taught a whole lot of people over a span of probably, I don't know, 12 years. 25 years. 25. <laughs> that long. <laughs> Penny Duplessis. Thank you for coming back, Penny. Thank you, Shemaine. Lovely to be here. You're welcome. So, um, you developed the Antonia Technique Massage in 97. Yes. Um, and added access bars and, uh, that started in 2012. Yes. Um, yes, you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so your journey with access cons- consciousness led you to attending many of the body processes courses. Um, and you also teach these and you've just been to France, to Paris, um, mm. where you uh, attended an advanced <laughs> body class with the founder of these courses, Gary, yes. Gary Douglas, an old man, but a wise man. I assume that's why you keep going sure, back. Absolutely. So, so tell us a bit about that. What, what is, what is the advanced body class? So the first step always to doing any of the access work is to have your bars run and the bars mm-hmm. are just, uh, just a little recap. They're 32 points on the head mm-hmm. and you hold them in combinations of two or three or four at a time. And I hold it until I feel it switch on. When it switches on, I get like in a little electrical current under my fingers and I have to just hold it until it switches off. And it can take anywhere from five minutes to 10 minutes to do that. So it feels weird when you're having it done because you think, seriously, you're just holding my head. <laughs> well, but you do say some very strange words as well. <laughs> but, um, I mean, that's just the, 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 person being treated doesn't have to do a thing. They don't have to do a thing. So Liesl has been on my, (laughs) under my fingers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Awesome. So that's why she's um, bringing up the weird, weird and wonderful stuff. Uh With access, and that's with the body processes and with the, with the access bars, which the bars is working only on the brain. Uh And when you're holding these points, each point relates to a different part of your life, a different issue. And what's amazing, it doesn't only relate to the current stuff. It goes way back to why you created this imbalance in the first place. So it goes through time, dimensions, realities. So when I'm holding at the beginning of the session, as I'm holding certain of the points, I may ask you questions and the questions would relate to whatever we've discussed before we've started. Mm -hmm. So we'll sit and have a little conversation and I'll ask you what's sticking you in your life, what's not working or what's a bit, you know, unclear in your life. And then I will direct my questions to that to help you to go back to the source of wherever that behavior came from so that we can start clearing it and wiping it. And the way I would do that is to ask a question like, um, so wherever you have blocked your receiving, say you have financial difficulty, wherever you've blocked your receiving and are not willing to receive, and receiving is so much more than money, it's receiving friendship and love and joy and support and opportunities and whatever, would you be willing to go to the source point of where that behavior started from mm-hmm. so that we can destroy and uncreate it? Mm-hmm. The person then needs to give me either a nod or a verbal yes to give me permission to clear it. Right. And then we use this weird clearing statement, which is a real jumble of words that are stuck together that do not make sense at all. And it's designed that way. It's not meant to make sense. And the clearing statement goes like this. Mm-hmm. Good and bad, right and wrong, pock and pod, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, you just go seriously, whatever the hell she just said. <laughs> <laughs> so some people call it the pock and pod. Yeah, yeah, you can just say pock and pod and all the rest. Yeah. And pock is an acronym for point of creation. Mm-hmm. So you go to the source of wherever you started that 
that imbalance or that behavior so that you can pod it, which is point of destruction. Mm-hmm. And both right and wrong, good and bad, and pod and pock are all polarities. And as soon as you work with polarities, they kind of cancel each other out. Um, and so each word has a big story around it, like literally a page of information, which your higher self kind of knows because that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the course, I do teach what this is, but I never really explain it to a client other than the pock and pod story, right. just so that they can see how deep it goes, so that they do not sit and analyze and try and connect dots. So, so now you you then you have all these modalities. Yes. Because ultimately we we want to get to the point where where we look at our body as an entity that is here to assist us. Exactly. You know, not not yeah. an annoyance. So, but then yeah. you know, so we, we're going to get to that. But but so that we can just get a, a fuller picture. Um, you then went uh, beyond. You know, you went now and you did an advanced body course. Yes. You know, so how does that all slot in with what you already do? Okay, so the antennae is massage on the body. Mm-hmm. The bars is touching the head and clearing your thought process, um, and it's literally like a reboot of the brain, mm-hmm. so that you can just think clearer. You're more creative. You're more joyful. You expect more, so you create more. Um, the body processes are quite different because you put. Put your hands on the body and you just call up whichever process you have determined would be the best one for that person. How do you do that? <laughs> how do you know? So exactly how do you know? What Gary was saying on the course is don't listen to what the person's asking for. Because on this new but workbook I got, there were so many yummy processes about weight loss. And I just wanted all of those. Make me thin, please. <laughs> Thin, beautiful, and young forever. Yes, exactly. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> this thin <And> thing. <laughs> this thin thing. God, that's the problem is that we are so judgmental and we're so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's where we beat ourselves up so badly. Mm-hmm. And that's the most, the most amazing thing I can suggest to you is to start loving your body and yeah. to really honor your body. Because if you spoke to your best friend, uh-huh. the way we speak to our bodies mm-hmm. and the way yeah. we judge our bodies, you wouldn't have a best friend. Yeah. They would have dumped you long ago. So what do you think your body's doing when you're constantly berating it and feeling like you're not good enough? And I'm speaking to myself here because uh-huh. this has really been a an issue in my whole life is this learning to love myself. And Something happened when I turned 50, which was seven years ago. I went, I had my 50th in Bali and there was just such a beautiful goddess energy that for the first time ever, I stopped literally lambasting myself daily. And then when I found the access tools and basically what they're saying all the time is no judgment. Stop your freaking judgment. Start loving your body. And if you do that just while you're in the shower in the morning, so while you're washing yourself, literally love your body as you're washing yourself rather than unconsciously rushing and doing it like in two minutes. Looking at the fact that it's grown extra hair or more hair. And don't want to look at your reflection anywhere because Uh you judge yourself. You Start by just loving yourself with your hands when you when you're washing yourself. It's interesting. I just did a course the two days after I got back from from Paris, and I was sick as a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and the course that I ran was called the Antonia Ascension Activation, and it's using massive brushes, soft, soft, soft brushes, and you brush the body using angel oils, and it's the most beautiful process because it's the most nurturing thing you can do for yourself Mm. and the way I started that was because I was doing this no judgment thing and learning to love my body and starting in the shower and then one night I had these paintbrushes soft paintbrushes smallish ones and I went I wonder what this would feel like on my face and I was lying in bed and I was just brushing my face Mm -hmm. and it felt so amazing that I went Oh, and what about the rest of the body? Mm-hmm. And here I was, live on my own. Otherwise, people would think <laughs> I'm totally weird. <laughs> but I was brushing my body and I felt so amazing that I thought I have to share this. Mm. So that's how the next layer of the antenna mm-hmm. was developed. And it's using these brushes, which is just the most beautiful treatment. It's far easier to love this inner self yeah. this the soul this mind whatever you want whichever yeah. label you want to attach to it than the outer one I that know. you see every day yeah. and i have to say when i'm 
completely on my own when I'm not dealing with other people, it's also far easier yes. to love the outer layer because the moment you are with other people, this immediate, um, comparison begins. Oh, she's, I mean, I'm watching a series at the moment and I cannot stop looking at the woman's legs and thinking, I want to look like that. Why do we always <laughs> compare ourselves to others? Why can't, why can't we just be happy with what we have? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yet with you. you have the most incredible legs. <laughs> you know, you really, you and know, you, you don't see that. And she doesn't see it. And I look at her legs and I go, Oh, those are fine. You know, you know so it just, I it, want those. I know. So it just shows how we actually yes. lie to ourselves or our perception yeah. of ourselves, how, you know, we've, we've, we've taken other people's, um, uh, ideas about, you know, what, what's supposed to be. And what's okay and, and, and what's not and okay. what's okay. Yeah. I mean, Trevor Noah makes this joke about white girls' legs. <laughs> You know, with the well-defined calves and all that. And you have those, Lee. I'm sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you about that. <laughs> you've got no, the no, jackpot. but that's just an example, you know, yeah. Shemaine. And thank you. I know. I, I'll take yeah. the compliment and own it. Thank you. But uh-huh. there's always something you. that we are not happy, happy with, with, especially when it comes to the outer shell. So can you I know, take it a bit deeper for you, which might really just help you understand this, is that we are all 98% more psychic than we know, all of us. Not only us sitting here that are doing this work, but the, our partners and our family and our colleagues and everybody is 98% more psychic than we know. Mm-hmm. So if you are judging yourself and feeling not good enough, your partner or your friends or whoever or your colleagues, pick that up. Because they're also 98% more psychic than they know. And they will help you with your healing by bringing that to the surface. Mm. So if you're going, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm too fat. I'll never find anybody to love me because I'm too overweight. You will, I will, if I believe that, which is what I've done my whole life, is that's what you will attract with other people. And you'll be rejected because you believe you're going to be rejected. Mm. Or your partner will say, you're putting on a bit of weight, aren't you? You know, maybe that is you so should. mean. I've had yeah. one of those. Yeah. And you go into <laughs> complete, like, falling sure. apart and, yeah. oh, I'm not good enough. But they're actually picking on what you believe about yourself. They're giving you the opportunity to heal that by bringing it to the surface. When you stop judging yourself, you don't even have to change your partner. Your partner will stop judging you too. Wow. Because the mirror changes. Yes. We keep creating a mirror of whatever we're feeling. Mm-hmm. So wait, when we, when you were talking earlier about the body, because I want us to go into that now. Yes, you and know, we don't have a lot of time. And so. we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> We've got like about 20, 25 minutes left. Okay. Um, so um, when when you were talking about the body earlier, I looked, I, I had a kind of an, uh, an, not a vision, but an impression yeah. of um, actually a, 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 a person, you know, like the body would react like a person. So yes. the more you bad speak, the more it, it shrinks, the more it, 100%. you know, and you open yourself to do lots of negativities, you know, mm-hmm. like it, your body will obviously on a physical level shut down. Like yeah. if you were a person, you would shut down emotionally, mentally, um, spiritually, physically. So I was just, I actually had that. So, so talk to us about <clears throat> the body's ability to assist us. Because for me, I'm learning as I'm going older that this is my assistant, my constant assistant. Yes. You know, yes. speak to us about our relationship with, with her or him okay. or it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can start having, making a best friend, making your body your best friend and ask it, ask it for its contribution in everything you're about to do, the body will shine and will change. Mm. And how you do that is what I teach is if you stand up, and you slightly unhook your knees so they're not locked. They're slightly bent. And then you hold something in front of your solar plexus and just say, body, do you want this? And if your body sways towards it, it's saying, yes, give it to me. If it's swaying away from it, it's saying, no, I don't want it. Okay, so just for a visualization for people who don't know where the solar plexus is. So it's your tummy you're in front of the tummy. Okay. You don't touch the tummy. You hold it in front of the okay. tummy. So um, you can do that with what you're wearing in the morning. Body, what do you want to wear? And you can just run your fingers across the hangers and see where you sway towards. And sometimes you'll go, seriously, I haven't worn that in a long time. You want to wear that? 
wear it and just notice how your day goes. Notice how you're feeling. Notice what your energy levels are like. What, what are the possibilities when you do that? You're quiet, Liesl. I'm listening. <laughs> what do you mean, what are the possibilities? Uh, for your day when you, when you go like So when you're listening wardrobe, to what you're body yes. meet look say yes. <laughs> talk you know and you go into your day what what happens what well then happen? the body shines and the body goes yeah you're listening to me you might find that your energy levels are so much better that your mood has been constant a great <laughs> you've been in a good mood whereas when we try and overshadow our bodies which we do all the time i want to wear this i'm going into this meeting and i need to be a needs to be a power dress or whatever or oh, hold up girl some of the stuff that you really want to wear hasn't been ironed. <laughs> <laughs> you iron it. <laughs> you don't have now, time. Yeah, now anyway. you can do the it's same. Just... It's not just with what you're wearing. You can choose what you want to ingest. Mm. So if you, I know for me, um, when I'm busy, I don't eat. All day I don't eat. But weekends when I'm not teaching and I'm having a couch day, a, a movie day, mm. it's like I need to feed my face all the time. Um, so if you, instead of just unconsciously thinking, okay, where the chips or the popcorn or the, or the junk that we normally eat is to ask your body, body, what do you want? Do you want food or do you want liquids? Hot or cold? Cooked or raw? Um, and you kind of determine exactly what the body is requiring and you might find it just wants an apple. Or it just wants a cup of coffee, or it wants the sip of beer, or it does not, or want it doesn't want anything, or alcohol. Yeah. Because I'm just, uh, you know, having this mental picture of myself standing with a cup of coffee and the yeah. body pulling, pulling away, away from yeah, it. Exactly. Now, what happens? I mean, uh, you know, many life coaches use this idea of a body compass and your body assisting you to make yes. decisions. But what happens if we are not? trained to listen to our bodies how can we how can we help our bodies to communicate more effectively with us to tell us what just we need to this. do just test this you could even write lists so you can have lists that say okay um hot things cold things eating drinking cooked or raw um you can have lists of what your body would like to be nurtured with. Does it want to go jogging? Does it want a massage? Does it want a reflexology? Does it want a facial? Does it just want rest? Does it want more sleep? Does it want to go walking? Um, and then if you just close your eyes and run your finger down that list and just notice where you move forward or where you get a lighter feeling. Mm. We work a lot with light and heavy in access consciousness. So if something feels heavy, it's a no. So if you have any opportunity of a new job or a um, going in this direction to wherever I'm going and you feel a heaviness, you've got to change it and go towards something mm. that's light. Light is right. Heavy is a lie. And it doesn't mean they're lying to you. It just means that it's not your truth. So, so if you don't listen to your bodies, and I mean, we've all entered adulthood several years ago. We were never taught yeah. to listen to this vehicle. Yeah. Will the body stop communicating with us eventually if we keep on ignoring those messages? No, it will still communicate, but it will get sicker and sicker because you're not listening. So either you'll find your energy levels are worse, less and less and less, and you really struggle with energy, or you get ailments, mm -hmm. or if you're eating the wrong thing, if you have flatulence or burping after you've eaten something, your body is saying, I don't want that. <laughs> something that Gary says is that he gives his body exactly what it's looking for. So if he looks at a, at a menu in a restaurant, the first thing his, his eyes light on that's what his body wants. And sometimes it'll be, seriously? I don't even like this. You've got to give your body what, it, what it's asking mm -hmm. for. And the key here, too, is you might only need 10 mouthfuls and you're done. So that's also where you listen to your body. So instead of thinking, I've paid for this huge plate of food, I've got to finish it because <laughs> it you can't waste. It costs me a lot. It costs me I a lot and they're starving millions. Yes. <laughs> you know, all the stuff we have, we're indoctrinated with as, child, as children. Uh -huh. um, and you believe that and you then consume it all and maybe it only wanted a smell of it. How often have you gone through a recipe book? I've done this quite often. Go through a recipe book thinking I'm going to really try and make something different. And when I get to the end of the recipe book, I don't feel like cooking anything because your body's actually taken whatever it needed just by looking at those pictures. 
and mm. you might not even need to eat it. You could just look at the pictures. So I'm going to be facetious here. So you can become a breatharian just by paging through cookbooks. Why not? If that's what your body requires. You know that you can walk down, up and down the aisles in Diskem and say to your body, body, whatever you need, absorb it. Take it. And it will. And if you need me to buy something, stop me somewhere and show me. Okay. So that's, that sounds really cool. I, I hope I hear from someone who's going to test that theory because it's kind of like, you know, you're going to be saving quite a bit of money, you know, cause I so, mean. So I've tested it. When I did the oh, one, you. the one access course with all of access consciousness, what they tell you is that when you start doing this work, you're going to crave one of three things, water, salt and sugar, mm-hmm. and you must have it. If you do not have it, you will get headaches. So we have been indoctrinated so badly about how bad sugar is at the moment. That's the buzzword. It's all mm-hmm. about carbs and sugar and no carbs mm-hmm. and no sugar. If you believe that, then you're telling your body what to do because you're going to have it. So if you believe and you buy into what everybody tells you about this poisoning your body, and then you do have a piece of chocolate, you're already telling your body what to do with it. You're saying poison my body because that's what I believe. Mm. But when somebody has shock, when somebody is in an accident, what do they do? Sugar the water. first thing they do is they give them a glucose drip mm-hmm. or sugar water, as you say. So the brain uses salt and sugar in different ways. And whether you're having an apple or a yogurt or whether you're having a Coca-Cola, it doesn't actually matter because it will use that sugar in the same way. Mm. And it may just need a sip. So one of the courses that I did, I crave salt. <laughs> I ate I ate a huge packet of crisps every day on the course. It was a four day course. Wow. And I lost weight. Eventually the facilitator said to me, Oh for God's sake, just hold my salt tub because my body was craving so much salt that I held her salt tub and then I didn't need to eat it. Ah. So I redid that course three times. It's the foundation level of the access consciousness work. The second time and the third time, I went, okay, I'm not eating all this crap anymore. So I took a tiny little Ziploc packet Mm -hmm. and I put sugar in one and I put salt in the other and I stuck them in my bra. Mm -hmm. Sugar on one side, salt on the other. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to my body, if you need the salt and sugar, it's there. Take it. Right. I ate nothing for four days. Wow. So how cool is that? That's very cool. Lisa <laughs> bought me, bought me a, a salt block, which I carry with me in my bag. It's constant. I had no choice. She went around licking the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it sits in there. So maybe, maybe you know, so maybe I'm, I'm keeping it there. You know, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll just chomp on it, but. But yeah, so I, I get that, that salting, but I never thought of asking the body to, you know, to assist me, um, remotely. So, so now put that little salt block in a little packet. It's not a little salt block. It's oh, a, it's big, a salt big chunk. Block. Yeah, like this. <laughs> you can you, keep it in your pocket. Hand. Yeah. Okay. You can keep it in your pocket or you can keep it in your, in, uh, yeah. whatever. But, so, okay. So now we, we, we also have this whole thing that we never talk about and that's men, mental tension. You know, um, I mean, and I always go, you know, why don't we talk about it? Because, you know, there's, there's, there's as much stigma attached to it, but what worsens it is you can't see it. You know, if a body, a physical body changes, you can see it, you can Mm -hmm. address it, you know, you know what to do with it. But when mentally things change, I mean, and and it it doesn't even have to be, I mean, I'm looking at something as simple as going through menopause. Everything is changing. It's yeah. like a teenager on steroids. But the, the, the thing is just, you know, you have a couple of answers. So what happens if, if you're not in a process where the body is supposedly naturally changing? Um, you know, how, how do you approach it then, you know, mentally? So mentally, you've got to love the process, whatever the process is. And if you cannot, because whenever something changes, what do we normally do? You can think of illness whenever there's an illness or menopause. Um, what we then do is we, we fixate Menopause upon, oh, we, resist. we fixate upon, we look okay. at what supplements we need, what, whether we need to go for hormone mm-hmm. balancing, whether we need, what specialist is going to help us, what, what diet needs to change. 
And that's with any illness, anything that affects us physically, we begin to obsess about it. And what does our body do then? And what does our higher self do? What? It says, ah, you're giving so much attention to this. How can I give you more of that? Because whatever you're giving attention to, it thinks that's what you want. You're saying it's like a puppy. So, yeah, it faithfully will go, okay, so I'll give you some more of that. So you're trying to beat your sugar diabetes or you're trying to beat your cancer or you're trying to beat your whatever the case may be, your broken bone. Um, and it takes so long to heal because you're feeding so much and giving so much attention to the issue. So that's when you have to have your bars run. Because mm-hmm. when you have your bars run, you take, we're taking, whatever you're fixating upon is like a hamster on a wheel. If you can't have your bars run, then what? Because there aren't many people in the country who, who are, you know, have that opportunity. Or, yeah. And there yeah. aren't many people who run bars. Okay. So there are lots of people that run bars. We just, a lot of people don't know about it yet. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you cannot, cause let me just go to the bar thing and then I'll give you another example. Okay. So, when you're having your bars run, you're taking that hamster off the wheel. Because mm-hmm. whatever you're obsessing about, that hamster is on the wheel and it doesn't get off. You're thinking about it from every which way. You dream about it. You wake up thinking about it. You analyze it to death. While you're having your bars run, that hamster is taken out of the, off the cage, uh, off the wheel and out of the cage. We're cleaning the cage. Mm-hmm. The cage is your brain. Mm-hmm. The hamster are your issues. At the end of the session, the hamster has to go back in because it's your stuff. Right. However, because you've completely emptied your head and we've used those weird clearing statements and questions and whatever to assist you with letting go of whatever it is that's worrying you, the hamster goes back in the cage, but it now hasn't found the wheel yet. It's sniffing around. It sees a nice fresh bit of food there and a toy there and the cage is all clean, which means that you are more creative. You can think things through easier. You can analyze things better. You have different perceptions and you know when you need another one because the hamster's back on the wheel. I hear that, but what if you can't do your bars? So if you can't do your bars, you have to choose to, to grow, to grow your understanding. So there are lots of amazing books out there that will help you with this. So instead of fixating on whatever your issue is, for me, I always try to find things every moment of every day that I can be grateful for. Because we all we do all the time is try and fix problems. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that, your brain is going, okay, let's give you some more problems to fix. If you take your attention away from all the drama and you go, okay, so what can I be grateful for in this 10 seconds? And 10 seconds is short, so you can't, don't have time to think of big stuff. You've got to look for little things. Oh, I just love the feeling of the sun on my skin. Mm. The breeze is so perfect. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then if you add a question to that, so instead of trying to find answers all the time, just be in the question. What and kind of question? So you'll say, thank you. I love it. It makes me feel so nurtured. How does it get better than this? Mm-hmm. And if you say that every day, all day, your higher self begins to go, oh, okay, so now you're focusing on things that make you feel good. How can I attract more of that to you? And this takes attention because drama and trauma is habit forming. Mm-hmm. And it's something that if you want to change your life, you have to stop it. And you've got to keep looking, okay, I'm not actually thinking about my ex-husband or my boss that's so difficult or whatever. What can I be grateful for? All the time, all day, every day. Now, going back to the actual body processes, which is why you've asked me to Mm -hmm. speak today. The body processes, they're probably, in the initial course, there were about 50. And now I have another 40. And some of them are really weird. (laughs) And all you do is you put your hand on the body And you just hold it there and you ask for whatever that body process is to switch on. Mm -hmm. So the most important one is called MTVSS. Now, the only way I could remember that was music, TV and super sport. (laughs) (laughs) So what is MTVSS? It stands for molecular, molecular valence terminal sloughing system. And what it's asking the cells to do is to slough off what it no longer requires so that it can restore itself to its original whole. You know, your cells, when they're healthy, are round and separate and healthy. As soon as there's dis-ease in the body, they become elliptical. So mm-hmm. they become ovoid in shape. Mm. And then they clump together. 
So when you're asking for MTVSS to run, you're actually asking for them to separate, to slough off what they no longer need, all the stress, all the imbalances, all the toxins, so that they can plump up again and become healthy. Now, if you have regular ones, um, if you have 20 sessions of MTVSS, you will completely reboot your immune system. Hmm. Um, so what happens because the body changes every seven years? That's what yeah, they say. Yeah, um, I, I I'm just going with what I read. <laughs> well, different 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 parts I'm of the body regenerate at different amounts of time. Yeah. So yeah. So so all I'm saying is I'm not a, I'm not a scientist <laughs> or a doctor. <laughs> yes, we never we've never claimed to be scientists <laughs> at all. So 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 how does that fit in with it? So so you're saying now uh, it it regenerates at different times because I I was thinking you know it all does it at the same time and then seven. Years later, you got a brand new body. Well, when you start enjoying having the body processes, because it is so nurturing to the body, that's why I chose that course to do. Because for three days, I lay on a bed and had somebody work on me, or I was working on them. So we had like nine body processes um, in three days, and it's just so nurturing for the body that you will want to continue it Mm -hmm. and as you continue it it may not always be mtvss there's so many different ones there's zero sum of trauma there's cellular memory there's um, ones that work with the lymphs and the glands there's ones that work with your breathing and the lungs there's some weird ones i'm going to be teaching one um quite soon which is all about uh, let me find that it's reducing uh, elimination of all time dimensions and realities and the restoration and elucidation of space. That sounds no that's that sounds like little Mars Mars men Exactly. That's <laughs> what I said. There's some real weird ones. <laughs> but those ones are saying so whatever you have created and locked into your cells of your body uh-huh. over time, dimensions and realities that no longer serve you and that are holding you back. What if just by putting your hands on the body and asking for those to come up? Mm-hmm. You can eliminate and re- eradicate them. And when you have an elucidation of space, it's saying when your cells begin to be aware and awake and they move and they're happy, there's more space in the body. When okay. there's more space between the cells, the cells are healthier. So, Benny, sorry, when, when, when you nurture your body, yeah. how does that filter up to your higher bodies your soul because you know ultimately in my from my little corner uh, of the world the body is a vehicle for the soul absolutely so how does it nurture your soul because you're no longer fighting it the minute you can accept your body and love your body your soul and your body are then simpatico (laughs) you're working together rather than fighting each other and then anything is available to you anything there's infinite possibilities so, I think I, I, that was such a great question, Liesl. I don't, I don't want to spoil it by going further. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. So, do you want to do this? Penny, thank you so much for your time and sharing your wisdom. Oh, it's an Our interview pleasure. today is a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, Shemaine and I will explain to you now. But thank you so much. And um, I look forward to hear more about your courses. I'll be in touch. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me to come and share my knowledge. Thank you so much. Also, from <laughs> And I opinion. wish you just both of you just absolute divine possibilities. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I take that. Many, many choices. Thank many you so choices. much. Many doors opening for you. Thank you thank so you. much. And yeah, you know, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. Well, cool. maybe not soon, but I'll speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Penny. Thank you for being thank here. You. It's a pleasure. Bye. Penny Duplessis and um, the reason why we let her go so early is because we are going on a break. A production break, I believe they call it. <laughs> well, yeah, product- well, yeah. So anyway, 
point is, we're going to be leaving for a while. We don't know how long. We, it could be never, you know, or it could be for a little while. But um, we thought, you know, it would be nice because we never really talk to one another. We always talk to our guests and thought maybe, you know, um, it would be nice to just hear one another's impressions about the f- few months or that we've done it or the year and something that we've done it. And, yeah, and you know, to also compare notes on yes. exactly that, on yeah. how we've grown. Because you cannot talk about these things, the things of spirit, the things that you can't see and can't touch Uh but you can feel you cannot talk about that without it affecting you yeah and for me very often i found that it affected me profoundly Mm. someone like penny you know people who come in who do these really strange treatments Uh they give us the opportunity to experience it Uh and And sometimes we take it sometimes yeah we don't always get to take it but but sometimes it works yeah and sometimes it just makes you feel better. Yeah. So also just the knowledge, you know, that um, there, there, there's so much help around, you know, mm. that you don't have to stay with one particular thing. Um, also the fact that it's, it's great to actually explore, um, you know. So I don't know, but I, I would like to hear from you, you know, first, how you think you've grown as, as a as a Person, as a woman, as a being, as I don't know what. Just how do you think you've grown since we had this amazing opportunity to be able to do podcasts, um, you know, about spirit here on Cliff Central? Well, I think I learned quite a few life lessons and not only learned them cerebrally, mm-hmm. but had to, was forced to incorporate them into my being. Mm. And the first thing, and it, it became such a joke to me later on, once I've really grasped it, I, towards the end of the show, every time I would contact a guest, mm-hmm. I would say to them, we'll talk about this, that, and the other, but don't worry, spirit will take it where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is such a lovely, lovely lesson. Mm. Spirit will take things where it needs to go. Now, you and I had the intention of sharing information. Mm-hmm. That was our intention. Mm. But spirit took it where it need, needed to go. And then taking responsibility mm-hmm. for your own processes, taking responsibility for your reactions. You know, so often we go through our day and someone annoys us and we react in whichever way we are accustomed to reacting. Mm. If you stop and you take responsibility for your reaction, that person, that person who cut in line in front of you or the poor municipal worker who didn't read your water meter correctly, Mm. that person becomes a teacher. And we are all here to teach each other. So your turn now, Shemaine, what did you learn throughout all of this? Mm. I learned a lot. Um, My initial, when we started, you touched on that. When we started the show, I wanted to to tell people that there are other ways to heal um, emotionally and and spiritually. And then um, it just added that it it happens when it happens on that level, it becomes um, physically as well. So um, and my intention was reversed. (laughs) So instead, I feel, yes, maybe I gave information. But I felt, um, uh, I was, I was getting information. It's almost like I, I literally went into this process for myself, but I thought it was for, for everyone else. So I learned, uh, I learned that, um, that your truth today may not be your truth tomorrow because everything happens in stages, but, um, also, that even if you, you thought it was right today and tomorrow you look at it and you see that it was actually abysmal or, well, you know, it lacked some, some luster, <laughs> that still it's not, um, it's not a bad thing. You, you, you needn't go into judgment. You need to, to take all those steps, you know, and not, not discount them for anything because, you know, I've learned that it just uh, sitting and wasting time, um, is, is also a way of, of learning. So, um, I've learned that we all, are light and dark, you know. I've learned that um, life is a beautiful thing, you know. I 
I still go, life is really hard, you know. So, but I also go, life is a beautiful thing. Um, I'm a whole lot less judgmental. And I wasn't really judgmental um, when I started this process. You know, I'm like the kind of person who goes like, each to his own, and I just don't need to agree with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm very conscious that I'm not living your life. I'm not in your in your position because no matter how similar we are, we all come from we all come from different um, walks of life, and that is and a, a walk of life could be your daily. Not it doesn't even have to go thirty years ago when you just were born. It could just be like what happened in your last three weeks or two days that's changed you. Mm. So um, yeah, and and you know, I just think I've learned that we all are so precious. Oh my God, that makes me cry sometimes. You know, when I look at ourselves and I go, if only we knew how amazing we are. And that's only because I, I had the opportunity to speak to so many different people and they're all on podcasts, mm. you know, and it, it, the great thing is I can go and listen again and relearn again. And all these wonderful teachers, what you said that, you know, you thought we were doing this for other people, mm. but in the end, it ended up serving your higher, highest I purpose. Know. That is something that as a life coach, I find so intriguing because every time I coach someone, mm-hmm. I'm also coaching myself. Mm-hmm. I benefit from the process mm. and that, so I think we are all here to serve each other, uh-huh. to and to mirror each other. Yeah. And that is something that, that Penny said earlier. You know, if, if, if you are focusing on the negatives, you are getting the negatives. The person will cut in front of you. Someone will do something that annoys you because you are focusing on the negatives. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I, what that was reaffirmed for me is where you place your focus mm-hmm. is what is going to increase. Yeah. So is there anything that stands out for you in in the way of interviews that you go like, wait a minute, what did you just say? We had so many wonderful teachers on our show that it's very difficult for me to single out one or two. But, the one thing that I've incorporated into my daily practice because of a guest we had on the show is Pono. And mm-hmm. I was so sad that you weren't there that day when I interviewed Vanessa Awaken because mm-hmm. I know you would have brought a different you, – you would have come from a different angle and we would have had more information about it. Mm-hmm. But what a Pono Pono basically boils down to is, and as Vanessa explained it, the four graces. Mm. And you say, I am sorry, forgive me, thank you, I love you. Mm-hmm. And for that to really take effect, you take responsibility for your role in whichever situation. Mm. Now, you know, our egos like to tell us that we are right. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the worst, the worst of the worst in history thought that they were doing the right thing. Mm. None of us think that we're bad people. Mm. So, but if you take responsibility for your role, however small or how big it is in a specific situation, then you can start resolving that situation. Mm. Which interview stood out for you? Um, okay. Like you say, there, there are so, so. I mean, it's just <laughs> so many. But I, I'm, I'm going to go now with the one that that made an, you know, that made um, an impact uh, that I can off the top of my head. Because um, I, I must say, we didn't prep for this. You know, we just thought we'll ask one another question. So it's it's really We're just honest, sharing with the listeners. You know, yes. yes, it's a really honest c- conversation between the two of us. So. Um, so the one thing that I was um the the fact that your soul can can get damaged you know mm. um that for me was was really amazing to to explore um because we we always think it's just the body or something tangible but when when I heard that our souls also um hurt and splinter and need healing um it opened up a new world 
to 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 the way I approach my spirituality. Um, and what that did, it brought me into my physical reality once I started recognizing that there are some parts of my soul that need coming together. And that, again, was a Vanessa that spoke to us, Vanessa Rothwell. In fact, she was our first uh, guest on the show. So um, so, so because it, it – it, it just went into how I approach myself, you know, walking on this earth in this body. And that also the, the, the body thing has for me, um, been lifted. Uh, and that went, we had several guests who spoke about that. Um, you know, about our approach to, to our physical body and, you know, how it's really here to assist us and how to not take advantage um, of the fact that it's there. You know, it's like that friend or lover or you sister that's take it always for granted, there. And yes. then the day it malfunctions, you go, what the? Yeah. What? what what's how happening? Dare you? How dare you <laughs> malfunction on me? You know, um, so I look at my body now. As a, as a beautiful thing that assists Michael, um, uh, Gunko helped me with this. You know, he, he, that guy was really inspirational in, with the walk in my, inside my body, um, in how I approach my body, um, the way I put my feet down, um, you know, um, so yeah, so f- f- for me, I, I just go like this beautiful body and my body is starting to serve me well. I just have to tell you that I've never been so, so blessed or felt so blessed that I have this body I'm in. There is like almost nothing wrong with my body. And when I say that, mm. when I look at it, mm. I don't judge it anymore. I don't go, oh, that finger, oh, that toe, oh, that bum, mm. oh, that, you know, mm. I go, mm, well, we could work that, you know, mm. but it's not like I'm going, I find hitting, you awful. hitting on the spot. Were there some of the interviews that you thought, okay, I'm open-minded, <laughs> but you are going a bridge too far. I mean, when I say that, which ones come up for you? No, you go, because I haven't got anything. <laughs> I have to say, the the Merkaba interview. Uh-huh. So the Merkaba, if I understood it correctly, is like a spaceship that you can physically uh, go anywhere. And with anywhere, I also understood it to go out of space, out, out into space. For me, that was very difficult to wrap my head around. And one of our listeners, um, also sent a message recently on our Facebook group saying that one for her was difficult to wrap her head around. Um, and I have to say, when I, when I, when I, when I thought about it, I said, I, I, I kind of can, I'm, I'm okay with most of the interviews we've had. I, I can wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. And who was the but person the who spoke about the Karen, I can't, Karen Veyman. I cannot wrap my head around that spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of things that I, I suppose I, you know, I just discarded. <laughs> well, that is the, that is not the point. For me at that moment. That's also the other thing we learn, eh? It's like that moment you hear that thing, but it freaking goes out the window and you listen to it afterwards, like three months later and you go, Oh, oh is okay. that what is that? And that's exactly, Shemaine, you're so right. This, um, the Hoponopono interview. Mm-hmm. When I was doing the interview and it was also because I was <laughs> missing you and thinking, what would Shemaine have asked? And so I was so busy focusing on interview Mm. that the message only hit home several weeks later Later. yeah i I remember you asked me that thing you know (laughs) you know but then and remember i said yeah it works for me so um so 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 maybe maybe i can share this with with uh, with some of our listeners because they might find some use um, you know, in this, because you already now you already gave the 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 four graces. Say them again. The four graces is mm-hmm. contrition, repentance, forgiveness, and love. Uh huh. Okay. Now say the words that I'm the whole sorry. Uh huh. Forgive me. Thank you. I love, I love you. you. Okay. So what I did, I actually went and I sat with that thing. I sat with that thing for days, and. 
it does make a difference, you know, because it goes, it, it's like you're sitting with yourself, you're saying to yourself, you know, instead of saying to someone else, I'm sorry, instead of making someone else feel better about, you know, you just go, you know what, I take like that responsibility thing, you go like, me, I take responsibility, I am so sorry, please forgive Give me, you know, and then you go like, you, you know, so every, everyone that you start off really easily and you say it like glibly and then it starts hitting, you know, because now you focus on every line that you say, you know, and then it goes a little level lower and a little lower. It's almost like that mirror thing that you do when you sit in front of your mirror and you sit and you tell yourself, I love you. There's nothing wrong with you. I love you. And you say that I love you like for the longest time. And, and eventually you see your eyes, you see your spirit, your through, in you your see eyes, your yes. soul through your yes. eyes. It's something like that. It's self-healing, that Ho'oponopono thing, you mm. know. So, and, and I mean, I don't know uh, if, if you want to try it, if a listener wants to try it, I would go try it. You know, um, it might not work for you, but give it a go. The and mirror if, thing too. If you want to do the mirror thing Shemaine is talking about, Keep on telling yourself that you love yourself. Mm -hmm. Keep on telling yourself that you are good and worthy until that inner critic shuts uh, up. Or until you can go, yeah, you, you <laughs> that, that is lying again. You know what? I've got the truth. I've got like, I heard you, but I, I'm not listening to you, you know, and you're not listening because you're afraid to listen. You're li not listening because you go like, I found out your lie. You know, you go like the devil is a liar. <laughs> One more thing I learned when you're in this, you know, like water is amazing. Water, if you, if you, if water and salt, work it. Um, in the shower, when you're in the shower, you do those mantras of healing where you talk to your body, you tell yourself, you're a bath, you tell yourself, you know, all the good things, you know, that, that, that you, that you're experiencing, that you want to experience, that you are, or whatever it is, you'll figure it out in that moment because our souls know what we need. Um, when you do it in the, in the shower or in a bath, it really, it heals. That glass of water you drink, when you go with it and you say it's nurturing, water is amazing. Bless that water, drink that water. Beautiful. And lick the salt. And lick the salt. Shemaine, <laughs> <laughs> it has been beyond words and beyond ears and eyes <laughs> to do this amazing show with you. Um, as we said, we don't know when we'll be back. We don't know if we'll be back. Mm -hmm. But it has been such a privilege and an honor. We hope we served you as the listener. We definitely got much, much, much more than we bargained uh, cool. for from it. And um, from me, Liesl Tom, Take care of yourself. Also from Mili, it was amazing working with you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your teaching. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your nurturing. And to the listener, thank you for you. Thank you for joining us all the time. It was really a great experience. I'm hoping to do this again sometime. But in the meantime, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Be kind to life. Be kind to animals. Because kindness is sexy. Woo! This is CliffCentral.com.